A democratic republic of sports. The Sportsocracy with ESPN Asheville hosts Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green. Welcome into the Sportsocracy Monday morning. Happy Martin Luther King Day to all. It is, uh, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Oh. <laughs> uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going off to uh, the NFC Championship game next week. And, and look, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving life right now. I'll give you about six more days. Hey, hey, I'll take every second of it. Because, as we all know, if your team's ever been this far, you never know when you're going to get back to this stage. You, Your team's been this far before. Three times. Yep. See? You know how many times we've been further than this? Zero times. Zero. <laughs> it was a great weekend in the NFL. We are glad to have you in with us here in the Wicked Weed studio. Wickedweedbrewing.com. Drink different. Be sure to like, share, and follow the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias. Yep, we got that. We've got Deshaun Watson. He's pissed. Oh, he's, he's mad. He's big mad. He's mad, and he wants out of Houston, and he might just end up playing with the New York Jets. <laughs> we will. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> we will wait and see. We'll get into it here on the program, as well as, of course, all the action that we had over the weekend. Tampa Bay ending up. Uh, avoiding the sweep against the New Orleans Saints. 30-20, to 20, we had the Chiefs yesterday surviving. Pat Mahomes going out with the concussion. That's a big, big deal. The, the fighting Chad Henney's old sling blade himself with the, with, with the epic run, third and a billion. Chad Henney has the biggest head in the universe. Yes, and that's is. coming from a man that sits next to him every day. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to take it that far. I thought you were going down the Peyton Manning route. They have to. I think they have to fabricate his helmet out of pure sheet metal. <laughs> they very well may. Chiefs win twenty-two to seventeen over the Cleveland Browns. Sad Baker Mayfield. Oh, oh, and the Cleveland Browns fans. I know. They, they came at me like, "Oh, look what we're about to do!" And then you didn't. You know why? Cause Baker Mayfield. And a lot of them were like, you were worried. No, no, I wasn't. You know why I wasn't worried? Because it was still on Baker's shoulders, which meant I never was overly concerned. <laughs> Saturday, we had the Bills beat the Ravens 17-3, to and uh, the Packers 32-18 over the L.A. Rams. Can I, all right, before we get into individual games, is there anybody left whose team is not in this that's not rooting for the Bills? I, I mean, is there any, are, are there one, is there one person not rooting for the Bills? Oh, yeah. You lose, and you literally contribute $150,000 to Lamar Jackson's favorite charity. Yeah, how about it? How do you not like that? <laughs> I know. They're in my division, and I have to root for them. Bills Mafia, baby. No, at least uh, at least Tampa Bay has all the New England Patriots on their side. Yeah, you, all the Patriots fans are like, yeah, yeah oh, cool. Yeah, you can have them. <laughs> we didn't want them anyway. Yeah, Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo definitely looks like the stronger team right now uh, in the AFC, especially with the Pat Mahomes issue. You know, yeah. you know who said that first? Uh -huh. You know who said that first? <laughs> this guy. Would you feel the same way though? If, if Pat Mahomes were not, I don't care confessed. if Pat Mahomes. I don't care if Pat Mahomes played or not. I, I don't care because you know what Baker Mayfield showed me yesterday. What uh, that defense is not great. I mean, it's fine. It, it'll do what it has to do. Right. They gashed them in the running game. Now, why Kevin Stefanski got away from that, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know why he looked at Baker Mayfield and went, "Yeah, you you do this." And I have to state this just because I said it on Facebook and got a ton of bullshit from Cleveland people. You know what the Cleveland Browns are right now? At what? home with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, commercial boys sitting out, and Jeremy is just rolling. Oh God, the I, in the I thoroughly enjoyed it. I and, and you know what's funny? You know what happens when Cleveland? When, when I have a spicy hot take on Cleveland, I wind up getting a copious amount of misspelled obscenities. <laughs> Damn it! That doesn't shock me at all. The, the word damn it, I, I really need to cover this, does not have two M's. No matter how you spell it, it does not have two M's. 
The word damn has an N in it, which means damn it no, has to you, have an N in it. When, when you make it one word. Uh, when you it make does. it one word, it still has an N in it. It's still wrong. And, and, I mean, you can say, gosh darn it, dad it all you want to, but you're still fucking wrong. <laughs> and when I point that out, you probably shouldn't do it again. Right. You know who you are. You know, you know who slid in those DMs. Damn it. You know who you are. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, it was fun to watch uh, watch Chad Henney come in and save the day yesterday in the in the Taylor Heineke fashion. Can I ask a question? Just after watching Chad Henney play for oh, what three series? He uh -huh. played three series. Yep. How is he in the NFL? Because he is god awful. He's a gamer. No, he's not. the 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 one pass he legitimately threw was a punt. Uh huh. I honest to God felt the safety was going to fair catch it. And very rarely do you see a safety backpedal to catch an interception and just wait on it. Like, right. that's that's mine. He threw that to me. Right. Throw to Kyle Seifert on the third down was a pretty big throw. The, the fourth down throw was great. That was a great play call. I'll be honest with you. I would have bet my house that he wasn't snapping that ball. <laughs> and you got to give Andy Reid credit because Cleveland felt the same way and it showed. Well, I mean, you're going to go for it in that situation. Yeah, but you didn't think he was going to do it right there. Nobody did. Right. Nobody thought he wasn't calling a timeout right there. Yeah. Oh, Everybody exactly. on earth thought they're out here to try to draw them off sides. Right. And when he snapped it, I audibly went, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh I, I don't like this. At oh, it worked. Okay. Yeah. First down. Good job. Bye, Baker. <laughs> The injury to Pat Mahomes, though, is is very concerning to me because well, he looked bad. That I mean, he just well, his mo his mother was very upset by it. He had that look on his face of I may not play for a while, and uh, that's what that scared me. That look was not. I'm gonna be on. Well, play. here's the thing. Uh, his mother was real mad about it. Did you, yeah. did you see that? No. She called. Uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, the linebacker that actually hit him. I'm blanking on this. She called him evil. She evil. said, uh, "She said number fifty-one, evil never wins." Evil. Yeah, because she said it was intentional. It was a dirty she, hit. And he should have been ejected. You hit my baby boy. Yeah, I mean, look. It was like a uh, team look, can, can we just like Pat, uh, Pat Mahomes' mom? You know, with, with, you, I'm sure you're a sweet lady, and you're, uh, stop with Twitter. <laughs> stop. Don't press uh, Herm Edwards. Don't press sin. Right. Don't do it. You hurt her little baby. If your spouses or parents of NFL players stop with Twitter, you and Donald Trump, two people that do not need a Twitter ever. Right. It's one of the weirdest things is that I heard somebody say the other day uh, that one of the, you know, I think they were talking about the head coaching jobs and the difference. I think it was with our Urban Meyer discussion, the difference between coaching the NFL and coaching college and brought up the fact that, uh, you know, NFL coaches don't have to deal with parents calling to bitch about playing time. And I went, I had never thought about that. Like, parents still do that at the college level. Uh, not with Urban Meyer, they don't. <laughs> well, maybe not with Urban Meyer, they don't. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes' mom is definitely one of those that I could see doing that. Yeah, you want me to like, tell you? All right, a parent, a parent calls Urban Meyer to bitch about playing time. Let me tell you how that call goes. They call Urban Meyer's office. Oh, you're calling a bitch about your kid's playing time? Let me redirect you. <laughs> we just sit there right there and let you talk to yourself for a while. Right, but I, I don't know. I guess I guess as a parent, you just never grow out of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got news for you. If your kid played for me, you did. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had a rule. Shut the hell up. Nice. Yeah, for real. Uh, if he's not playing, there's a reason. There's also a reason why he's not coaching kids anymore. Uh, give it time. Just, <laughs> just give it time. Oh, really? Yeah. You gonna get back into the into the coaching circuit? I, I, I would. You think you could handle today's millennial generation yeah, of kids without oh, getting yeah. sued? Hundred percent, I could. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I've seen not, me, you missed the last part of that without getting sued. I've seen me do it. So yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you know what tends to keep people off your ass? Winning. Yeah. And uh, I'm like Ricky Bobby. If you ain't first, you're last. You're last. <laughs> I wake up in the morning, piss excellence. So yes, I do think I'm good. <laughs> I didn't think the hit on Pat Mahomes was dirty. Nah. Did, I mean, I, you, okay, all right. you thought there was even a little yeah, bit. No, well, no, I didn't. Okay. But I also didn't think the hit at the goal line was dirty. Can we stop with this targeting bullshit? 
Oh, that shit, he hit him in the head. Do you know why he hit him in the head? It's real fucking simple why he hit him in the head. Because he threw for the end zone. The same reason he fumbled it out of the back of the end zone. All of those things happened because Rashard Higgins went, I'm going to get on SportsCenter. Yeah. And you're right. You did. <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> but that's a stupid rule. We shouldn't have that rule where you knock it out of the back of the end zone. And he touched back. What's the other thing? I got into this argument with so many people yesterday. I hate that rule. They fumble out of the back of the end zone. Okay, what's your alternative? Would you like to hear some of the stupidity that I got fired back at me? Give them the ball on the 20 first and goal. What? Wait, what? What? So uh, that's your solution. So One of them said, just give them the ball where he fumbled it. Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> Do you know what that would lead to? Hey, y'all watch this at the two-yard line every time somebody caught a pass. Yeah. Oh, because I can fold it out of the back of the end zone with absolutely no repercussions. You want to know how to stop doing that? Stop sticking the ball out there. Yeah. Or just hold on to it. It's a novel concept. I know. <laughs> it's one of the most ridiculous things. Like this... I don't know what it is. And maybe it's because we've been shut up in our houses for so long yeah. and we're not going out into public. I like, am, it seems, I'm going out into public. Well, for the most part. You just call me super spreader or, or <laughs> fucking shredder or whatever you want to call me. I don't care. But, it, but it's like we've all been locked in and we've got cabin fever now. And everybody has just, you know, or at least I won't say everybody. A great portion of the population has gone fucking insane. You know what? I don't understand what it is. Like, it's the targeting rule. It's the it's the fumble out of the back of the end zone rule. It's we have to change everything. Like, no, no, we don't. We don't. These are the fucking rules, and these are the rules that we all agreed to play upon. And yeah, that's like a hundred years ago, like they've been the rule forever. <laughs> Do you know why all of a sudden it became a thing? Because now everybody tries to stretch it across the goal line one-handed. Yep. Look at me. I can't yep. get the tip of the ball. Uh, no. Uh, you didn't, and you fumbled it, and now it's their ball. Preach some Sorry damn... Sorry about your luck. Right. Preach some damn ball ball security. You, you ever heard the term, fuck by the fickle finger of fate? That's what Rashard Higgins got yesterday. <laughs> yes, he did. Boop, boop, boop. The question is, the Chiefs without Patrick Mahomes, what are they? Fodder for the Buffalo Bills. That's my answer. And I think we're, we're not there yet. Like, right. that, that's, to me, that's not even a topic yet. Okay. It's a concussion. He could be cleared today. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, he, he, okay. he easily could be cleared it, it, by Wednesday. Yeah. So, you it know It could what? have if, looked worse than it actually was. And, I'm and just saying that was a dude. That, the last time I saw that look, Nate Robinson had it. Uh, no, that was a slightly different one. Yeah, there, that was a slightly different one. Nate Robinson was second guessing his entire life. It was like, I was a two-time dunk champion, and now I'm a meme. The, the weird thing to me was it didn't even look like that bad of a play. He didn't hit his head. It was like a next He track. did. He hit the front of his head on the, on the ground. And so that... Like jar, you know, that's the perfect spot for the impact of a concussion yeah. to jostle your brain, and because that's, you know, that's what it is. It's your brain knocking up against the side of your skull. So, I mean, I, that was the only thing that I saw. But I was like, I don't know. It didn't look that bad to me. And then when I saw his, yeah, when I saw his eyes coming off of the field, I was like, oh snap. Yeah. But you know what happened? Chad Henney, sling blade gamer. That's right. I told my wife that Chad Henney looks exactly like Sling Blade. She Googled it, and literally this was the face. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. Oh, he, oh, he 100% has. I haven't uh, yeah. made that Chad Henney looks like when he gets in the huddle that his play call sounds something like, why right French fried potatoes on three. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what great teams do. This is what great coached teams do. It doesn't matter who it is. You can come in and close out a game because we've picked the right personnel for this situation. Yeah. I mean, is anyone shocked by the fact that an Andy Reid coached team had some dude that we thought had washed out of the league seven years ago? Come on, you know. I remember my first Yeah, shut up. Technology's fun. You know the commercial where they say, do you know where your mute button is? No. I don't have one of those. Don't have Everybody one of those. has one of those. Don't have one of those. Yeah, that's meant for him. 
Billy Bob Henney. That's what I'm calling him oh, from now on. Oh. Jonathan Welch, you win for the day. What did he say? He said Billy Bob Henney. That's what I'm calling him <laughs> from now on. I call Mike Vrabble, Mike Vrabble. I will call him Chad Henney, Billy Bob Henney from now on. Well, anything's possible. Y'all are not done that, do you, little Miller? Uh, you know, here's the thing, though. I, I And I really, at some point, want us to find a way to do, like, live game commentary because I could have explained my hatred of Baker Mayfield on the fourth down. Okay. The fourth down play that they had to continue this game, I could have explained why I hated Baker Mayfield. The check, you know the one I'm talking about. The check down to, I think it went to, it was either Hunt or Chubb. I don't remember. Yeah. And, and it was it was dead before. You know why? Because I, along with Steve Spagnuolo, all eleven Chiefs players, and probably ninety percent of the people in the stadium knew exactly who that ball was going to. Mm -hmm. And he looked at Austin Hooper, and all they did, the only thing Kansas City did, and it's the easiest way to stop Baker Mayfield. They had a safety on the inside. They had a player in a flat zone on the left side. So there's nowhere for you to go. Mm -hmm. Austin Hooper is dead. All you have to do is look at Jarvis Landry, the number one receiver that I shit you not, they left wide open. You know why? Because they knew he would never get there. Right. They knew unequivocally he would never get there. He would look at Hooper, which he did, and he stared him down and went, nope, can't go there, and he would dump it off. Or he would run because they had a spy out there too. Mm-hmm. So no matter which one of these stupid decisions you make, we have it covered. <laughs> and I literally, I shit, my wife is in the comments. She will vouch that I rewound this just to show it to her. They left Jarvis Landry wide open. All he had to do was get to the first down marker and stop. Mm -hmm. Easy. First down. But they knew. You'll never see it. Right. And that's the reason that I tell you, Baker Mayfield is a busty bust, 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 bust. You took him over Sam Darnold and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Two of those guys played this weekend. The third one's better than you, and he's never had a player in his life on his team. But he's about to. <laughs> <laughs> I love your hatred. I love it when you go off on little tangents. Well, here's the thing, it, because you can be contrarian. I, I, I'm, I'm fine with you being contrarian. Frankly, I think the Buffalo Bills were when they took Josh Allen. Right. And I got into this back and forth with people on social media yesterday. Of, well, no player's perfect. I don't disagree with you. What I'm saying is there's not a scout on earth that liked Baker Mayfield better than Sam Darnold or Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. There's not one. Mm -hmm. Because you had two options. Darnold was the better all-around talent. Allen had the higher ceiling. Baker Mayfield was... The, the, the definition of average. Mm -hmm. And now you've taken a super team that's got two elite running backs, had un -elite had two elite receivers, one of them got hurt, mm -hmm. several good tight ends, a fantastic offensive line, and a defense that can get after the quarterback. And you know what you got? Beat. And had you not played the god-awful Steelers last week, you'd have been beat last week. But you played a quarterback whose arm fell off about six weeks ago. And oh, man, your Baker won a playoff game. Oh, you better go down. So did Tim fucking Tebow. Sorry about your luck. That's the problem for Browns fans, though. They're stuck with that bus now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. And, and everybody that made that decision, you know what they all have in common? <gasps> Fired. Yep. Every one of them. Every person that made that decision is gone. Yep. And now Kevin Stefanski is sitting here, and I promise you, if you could give, if you could take a needle and put it in Kevin Stefanski's ass and shoot him up with true serum, his exact words would be, I hate Baker Mayfield with every fiber of my being. <laughs> But now he's Spunky Baker Mayfield, and he's taking us to a playoff win and an eleven-win season. And now, ah, and it has stuck changed with him exactly nothing. No, it hasn't changed anything. It's you know, like I said, you're stuck with him. And good luck with that. Have fun. Unfortunate. Speaking Have fun, of, Cleveland. Speaking of being stuck with quarterbacks and having Jeremy rip you apart, what'd you think of the Ravens game? <laughs> You're not going to believe what I'm getting ready to say. Oh, really? Uh, Buffalo is very, very, very good. Mm -hmm. I don't blame Lamar Jackson for that loss. Really? No. I thought you were going to. I, well, here's the thing. You when you when you have an offense like that, you have you pigeonhole yourself into this is the only way we can win. Mm -hmm. And Buffalo knew that. Point blank, they knew that. And I'll be honest with you. Until he got his head bounced off the the the, the end zone paint like a basketball. I don't think he'd been overly bad. They have no weapons whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Tyler Huntley got killed for overthrowing Marquise Brown. Go watch the All-22. It's not his fault. Really? Marquise Brown stopped. Didn't stop. Slowed down. Yeah. 
Had he kept running full speed, that would have hit him in the bread basket from your 15th string quarterback. I hate Mar Marquise Brown. Not as much as I hate Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. That's hard to do. Wow. I don't hate many things as much as I hate Baker Mayfield. Uh, Marquise Brown's getting pretty damn close. And, and I'll be honest with you, Stephen Tao, he knows the Ravens better than anybody you're going to come in contact with. Mm -hmm. He's exactly right. Greg Roman needs to go. This whole, this schematic thing, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be really honest with you. And here's a, here's a spicy hot take for you. Lamar Jackson is the Allen Iverson of the NFL. Yeah. He's going to look really good in the, in the regular season. And when the playoffs come along, it's a different ball game. And he can't play it. Mm -hmm. He's not a good enough passer, point blank. It's what I said when he came out. It's what I said the year he won the MVP. It's what I'm saying this year. Because he can't beat you multiple ways. He can beat you his way. And if you figure out a way to stop it, they're screwed. And that's exactly what I saw Saturday. Right. They came in with a game plan, and they had nothing to audible it to. And I, I don't disagree with the Greg Roman take. You need somebody that can coach a mobile quarterback and can teach him how to throw because his mechanics, I'm going to, be, I'm going to level with you. Lamar Jackson's mechanics are worse today than they were three years ago. He has regressed in that realm. Mm -hmm. He looks worse as a passer to me today than he did when he came out of college. And it's because he's figured out this kooky-ass offense where we run J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards and all these other guys, mm -hmm. and you're borderline running the veer. Yeah, but at right. the end of the day, you get down a score and you're screwed. And then you throw a pick in the end zone, which he had never done before. And, and literally the minute the, the, corner, or the, the safety wound up in the end zone, you knew that game was over. Yeah. Fact or fiction. Yeah. Fact. There was not a person on earth that saw that pick six and went, they have a shot of coming back. Yeah. Because they didn't. <laughs> it didn't matter Lamar Jackson got hurt. Mm -hmm. They could have had – nothing would have mattered <laughs> because you were never scoring two times. And you would actually have to score two times with a two-point conversion to beat them. Yep. Wasn't happening. It just wasn't happening. And now I think there needs to be an introspective look at can you win this way? Or do you need to audible something out? I've heard all the talk about they're, they're going to look at the extension for Lamar Jackson and blah, 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 blah. Really? That's what you want to do. I mean, it, it will keep you relevant, mm -hmm. but you're never winning a Super Bowl. Right. There have been a lot of quarterbacks in my life I've looked at and said, you're not going to win a Super Bowl ever. You'll be good. I think you'll be damn good. Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson's one. Yep. I mean, it's draw the comparison to Cam Newton. It's the same kind of situation with Carolina. Looking back on it, would Carolina have been better if they had moved on? I agree with the situation, but Lamar Jackson is eons more talented than Cam Newton ever pretended. To be. Oh, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not comparing the talent. I'm just comparing, You're comparing the, the situation. The situation. I, I the, the, Here's the know. thing. I, I, I am a different. And maybe it's the fact that I've done scouting things for 15 years. I look at it, there's two alternatives at quarterback. You either have a guy that can win you a Super Bowl or you don't. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. Look at the four quarterbacks that are left right now. Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. You know what they all have in common? Every one of them, you know what they have in common? They'll probably end up in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Two of them definitively. Actually, I would say three of them definitively. And Josh Allen is well on his way. So, I, I look at these mediocre, middling-ass quarterbacks and go, you're just pissing in the wind. Right. The Baker Mayfields of the world. I mean, and I can give you 100 examples of this. Matt Stafford, that's another guy that I looked at a long time ago and said, you're never going to win a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I don't care what they put around you. It does not matter because you are not that guy. And I could do it on and on and on. I could do this. And, I could, and, and secret time, Dak Prescott's the same guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about, oh, what's Dallas going to do with Dak? Uh, he's the same guy. And I'll level with you. I wouldn't pay him. Straight up, I wouldn't do it. Because I look at him and go, you are not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And I would rather have a bad quarterback than be in that hell of knowing I'm tied to this guy that's really expensive and you will never win us a Super Bowl. Spicy, spicy. But how many Super Bowl quarterbacks have there been of all time where you look at them and go, that shouldn't have been a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Trent I mean, not Dilford. Exactly. I'm saying it can happen. 
Brad Johnson would be another one. Brad, yeah, but Brad was a game manager. He didn't, he didn't have the fatal flaw. Right. He didn't do anything overly well, mm -hmm. and his signature's uh, on the desk. I saw Tank slid that in there. Uh, I did. By the I end of this week, this is going to look like, it, there's going to be a pirate ship behind me by the end of this week. <laughs> <laughs> I can find us one of those. I just, I, I'm one of those that I look at it at quarterback of you either have your guy or you don't. Yeah. And in this league, at any given time, there's eight guys. And, and see, here's the thing. You know what Trent Dilfer, Brad Johnson, and uh, Patrick Holt said, Mark Ribbon. Mark you know what all those guys have in common? They were 20 years ago mm -hmm. or longer. This is a different game now. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, look at the look at Super Bowl winning quarterbacks in the last, I'll go, you know what, let's just say 10 years. Look at the guys that have won Super Bowls in the last 10 years. Okay. Tom Brady, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he's pretty damn good. Yeah, he's pretty historically good. Yeah, Pat Mahomes, Nick Foles. Yeah. <laughs> it took a, the weirdest. Yeah, it, it took the weirdest trick play in NFL history. For right. Uh, Peyton Manning, Russell Wilson, Joe Flacco. That's why I didn't want to say ten years. ago. I remembered Flacco was about ten years ago. Right. This is a different league now. If you don't have that premier quarterback, you're not winning a Super Bowl. You're not. Your defense can be fantastic. It doesn't matter. But your list just proves to you that that's not true. It, that it you, is true. That in, a, true. in a right situation, you can okay, win. Name, name me the one that's a right situation. If you say Nick Foles, he played like a Hall of Famer for three games. Mm -hmm. That's very, very rare that a player that's that middling would play that I well. I get it. I get it, but uh, Joe Flacco but, was had probably the best defense in NFL history. Well, you put Lamar Jackson on that defense. But an organization's yeah, not going to give up. Do. An organization's well, not going to wait. Wait, the organization's not going to give up on a guy who makes them or puts them on the doorstep of the playoffs just because. Nah, he may never win a Super Bowl. And that, and that's my point is that you should. Well, what? Right, all right, let me so let me ask you this. I tell you right now. You have to give Lamar Jackson a five-year deal at Deshaun Watson money. Do you do it? No. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no. If you have to think about it, the answer is no. You're giving a guy $175 million. You're, you're basically dead-weighting your franchise for the next five years. Right. But what If I, you have to think about it, the answer is no. But, the, but, but you also have to think, what am I going to have otherwise? Am I going to be relevant? in the time until we do find that guy. Am I in a position to be able to move on? I, and I, I don't think the Baltimore Ravens are there. Like, do they look at Kyle Trask and go, yeah, we could probably get him. He's got to be the no, guy. No, no, but see, but see you're, doing that, you're, you're doing that thing that everybody else does. I'm not saying you have a solution that's better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's going to be rare. There are very few solutions that are better. Mm -hmm. Not saying that. What okay. I'm saying is, you're dead weight anchoring your franchise to a guy that you damn well know is not going to win you a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Period. There's not a person in the world that thinks Lamar Jackson's going to win a Super Bowl. Unless they just build the team around him. And guess what? You can't do that when you have a $40 million a year quarterback. Mm -hmm. The league's not built for it. Mm -hmm. It's tough. This is intentional. It's, it's to keep the balance of power. Very rarely do things happen like Tom Brady in New England where guys take discounts to play with him. Right. You have to be otherworldly good for that to happen. You have to do it for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you either have to like hit a home run in the draft and have that Pat Mahomes kind of player yep. that you can have for five years before you have to give him the contract or you are in... Here, here's right. the thing. You know who I give the, the, the just utmost credit in the world? The organization of the Arizona Cardinals. Mm -hmm. Because they took a quarterback, and in an hour, they knew that's not the guy. Right. And so you know what they did? Uh, we fucked that up. Uh, get what you can get for him and move on. Mm -hmm. And there's just not a lot of teams that do that. I mean, look at the teams that, in the NFL. I mean, really introspectively look at the 32 teams. Mm -hmm. And go, how many of these teams do you, honest to God, think, d how many know definitively, we're not going to win a Super Bowl with this guy? The Tennessee Titans looking at Ryan Tannehill. Are you going to Super Bowl with that? No. No, then you're just pissing in the wind. You are solely pissing in the wind. Derek Carr with the Raiders. Uh, Drew Locke with the Broncos. Mm -hmm. Whatever the hell's happening with the Colts. Baker in, in Cleveland. Uh, I would say Miami with Tua or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm -hmm. 
Dak in, in Dallas, mm-hmm. Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. the whole Washington. I mean, literally, I can but do the, this for the whole league. Well, well, of course you can. Because if these teams had a, had a solution at quarterback, they'd be in the playoffs. But that's the point, is that you're looking for the immediate solution. I'm saying stop tying yourself to not the solution. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, look, we have a draft with five first-round quarterbacks. Right. I have four first-round grades in this draft. There will be five taken, but it might be six mm-hmm. in the first round. Do I th- How many of them do I think are franchise quarterbacks? One. 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 One more might be. Right. Historically, two of them are going to be god-awful. Yeah. Right. One of them will be a career backup. One of them will be a fringe starter. That's how this will go. But where I think teams screw this up is tying themselves mm-hmm. to that guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at Baltimore now going, this is a really good team. Yeah. That is completely shoehorned into one version of offense that if you stop it, they're doomed. And so, yeah, I look at a guy like Lamar Jackson and go, I, I'm not giving him $40 million. Right. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I can understand that. I would rather have I, I, mean, I would rather have Ryan Fitzpatrick at this point than Lamar Jackson. Because I'm, that's one year. I can do whatever I need to. If I fall in love with a quarterback next year, I can do whatever the hell I want to. With Lamar Jackson, you can't do that. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, but I'm also of the mind of I can't, as the owner or the GM of a franchise, give up on being at the doorstep and hope to get lucky rather than the I alternative. Believe, I, I don't believe in luck, so I think that would okay. probably be the... You the, Wait, you don't believe in luck, says the guy with 13s tattooed all over your side. <laughs> what? That makes no sense whatsoever. That's like my wife saying that. She's got two little four-leaf clovers tattooed on her back. Like, you, 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 that doesn't make sense. Yeah, fun little dichotomy, ain't it? <laughs> I don't believe in luck, but I do believe in bad luck. I, I don't believe I, I don't believe in, in betting on luck. Oh, I, you know, we might we might just get lucky. Uh, we might get lucky one year and, and every other team die. Maybe coronavirus comes back. Mm-hmm. Then we win. I don't want to do that. I don't. I would rather be where the New York Jets are than be where the Baltimore Ravens are. Okay, and I mean that to the to the fiber of my soul. Okay. Explain. All right. So the Ravens are just exactly like you said. Mm-hmm. You can't tap out on Lamar Jackson. Right. You can't do it. Right. Because he's too good and your fan base will meet me. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you're having behind closed doors meetings going, we're never winning a Super Bowl with this guy. So for the next five years, you're pissing in the wind. Well, I think you're having a meeting of, we got to figure out a way to win with this guy. But you can't. You can't. You I don't mean, know that. You, you can want a pigeon to be a pterodactyl. It's never fucking going to be. Uh, you wish in one hand shit and the other, see which one fills up. Well, I mean, we've already won two Super Bowls with people would argue are not elite quarterbacks, so why can't we do it again? What, say that again? If Baltimore I'm the Baltimore won. Ravens, mm-hmm. they've already won two Super Bowls, multiple Super Bowls with quarterbacks who aren't elite. And look what happened. Well, one of them was 20 years ago, so you can really stop counting that one. I mean, we're, we're far enough away from that one that – uh, you might as well be talking about winning the uh, damn Ice Bowl in the 60s. <laughs> this is a different league. This is a league where guys like Pat Mahomes are going to beat you 99 times out of 100. Yep. And you know why? Because everything is lean to offense. I don't give a fuck how good your defense is. Who has the best defense in the NFL? West, it was the LA Rams. Yeah, yeah, it's LA Rams. Did yeah. you see what happened to them Sunday, or Saturday? Yeah. They got that piss beat out of them. You know why? Right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Great quarterback. Right. Yeah. A great defense against a great quarterback is at a marked disadvantage mm-hmm. every time in this league. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn how good you are on defense. Look at the best team in this league, Kansas City Chiefs. The defense is half-assed at best. And that's probably being you know a little rude to the half-assed community. <laughs> <laughs> the defense was a sieve. And I'll be honest with you. Uh, Steve Steele had a perfect point. Joe Flacco was pretty damn good. I'm not saying he a guy can't get hot. Good. Joe Flacco got hot at the perfect time. I mean, he if, had a great arm. But yeah, he, he had was 60, not a if I remember, guy. If I remember correctly, through that playoffs, he had like 16 touchdowns and no interceptions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's playing like an elite quarterback. Yep. Here's the thing. Lamar Jackson doesn't have that in him. You, if you told me right now, Lamar Jackson would have a postseason where he would go, 16 touchdowns and no picks. I would say, uh, I don't know what drugs you're on, but you should immediately seek uh, a, a doctor 
because right. you're probably getting ready to die. Right. I mean, he he literally looked down Andrews the entire time. It was eleven, by the way. Eleven touchdowns. Eleven touchdowns, no picks. No picks. Uh, thank you, Stephen Dow. Yeah. I mean, I, I I get it, but I I discount the fact that you, you're just you're just gonna because what I'm taking away from this is the Baltimore Ravens are in a position where they look at this guy and they go, we're never gonna win a Super Bowl with him, mm-hmm. so we have to move on. I'd rather be because that's your choice because you're giving him up to someone else. Mm-hmm. Someone else is going to pay that to him. Mm-hmm. Someone else is going to pay Dak Prescott have fun. handsomely. And have fun. Not win a Super Bowl. Yeah, have fun. And you're going to guarantee, hey, look, you're talking to a guy that's pulled for a genuine certified loser for the last 25 years. Mm-hmm. We had one stretch of, uh, of good times. And you know when that was? When we had Bill Parcells that looked at guys and went, you're not worth the money. Mm-hmm. Go get it somewhere else. Somebody else will pay you. That's yeah. fine. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to tie myself to you. Vinny Testaverde, he was fantastic for us. Mm-hmm. You know what Bill did? Drafted Chad Pennington. Mm-hmm. You're past your time, and I'm not paying you again. Move on. Mm-hmm. I would rather be two and fourteen than nine and seven. I've said it for years. I would rather be two and fourteen than nine and seven. Mm. Right. All right. Think about it this way: the Ravens are they're, they're going to pick what twenty six? Yeah. You're going to pick twenty six in this draft. Mm-hmm. Jeff picks second. Mm-hmm. We were two and fourteen. You were ten and six. I would rather be me than you. I can do anything I want to. The Jets could wind up with Deshaun Watson. And guess what? The Jets with Deshaun Watson are better than the Baltimore Ravens. Right now. But how long does it take you to get to that point? What do you mean? How long would it take the Baltimore Ravens to fall that far? If they got rid of Uh, Lamar Jackson, say they got... Start Tyler Huntley and you're there. (laughs) And you're the worst team in the league immediately. Mm, They would be in the discussion. They'd be in the discussion. The The defense would keep them... In enough games, but you would put them in enough bad situations. I, I mean, here's the thing, and, and I understand that this is a uh, this is a different thought. I'm yeah. just saying there are a series of teams: Chicago Bears, Baltimore Ravens, Tennessee Titans, Cleveland Browns that are in this purgatory of you're never going to be bad enough to replace this guy, mm-hmm. and you're never going to be good enough to get to the top of the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. And I would I would literally rather be the worst team in the league for a year and wind up with Trevor Lawrence, who sets me up for 15 years, than be a team that comes into the playoffs and gets smoked. But you also run the risk of not being able to, to get back to this point. And I think that's, I think that's where you and I differ on this, is if, if I try that, maybe we're not bad enough to be number one, number two pick. Maybe we're just bad enough to be, you know, eight forever. Maybe we end up being the Atlanta Falcons. And that hasn't really worked out. Hey, that's a perfect example. The Atlanta Falcons. You got to a Super Bowl one year. Did you win it? No. Nope. You know why? Because you tied yourself to a mediocre quarterback a long time ago. You paid big boy MVP level money. I understand he won an MVP. I get it. Mm -hmm. He's not. He's not that. Historically, he is not that guy. Cool, you had one great year. So did Cam Newton. You running out to, to tie yourself to that? I didn't think so. Well, there's a difference. One can still play. One, the other one can't. One of them threw like seven touchdown passes this year. Stephen Tell, perfect line. Uh, what Mike Tomlin said to Chase Young, I hope I'm never bad enough to be able to draft a guy like you. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers, we're right there with you too. You're just good enough to make the playoffs and create no noise. None. Well, I mean, had their quarterback's arm not fallen off, they but it did. Made no it did. Because they've sat here with a, because they've sat here with a quarterback that's been hurt four years in a row, mm-hmm. but you can't move on. No, this is this is just like people that get attached to houses and shit. Like, oh, this is the house I grew up in. I love it. Oh, it's hey, got wait, rats. Wait, wait. Wait, it has talking, rats and termites. You're talking so. about a guy who won two Super Bowls and not Long seven, not seven weeks ago we were talking about this is a team that can win the Super Bowl. Did I? Uh oh, no, no, no. We didn't do shit. I said eight weeks ago, you give me the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Green Bay Packers, you can have the fucking field. Mm-hmm. Is that a lie or is that true? I said that eight weeks ago, today on this show. Okay. And guess what? Three, All three of my teams are still up. Mm-hmm. There's one team that can screw me. And unfortunately, that team has the greatest quarterback that's ever lived. <laughs> so, I don't feel as great about that as I once did. Yes. 
But still, I got I mean, the three teams I said would be here are here. I got you. But you're acting like they should have just given up on Ben Roethlisberger because there was I said they should have given up on him three years ago. Mm-hmm. And you should have. You should have. You would not be here. This is it not look. Yeah, you probably wouldn't even have been in the playoffs this year. Cool. A hundred percent. Would I, would you rather be picking in the top eight of an elite draft class, or oh, we got in the playoffs and got fucking embarrassed by the Browns? Which one's better? Would you rather be the Detroit Lions or the Pittsburgh Steelers? The Pittsburgh Steelers. The Lions have an ability to place. add a play, add a difference making player. And the Steelers went to the playoffs it. and got embarrassed. I don't want to be that team. I don't want to be the team snapping balls over the quarterback's head 14 seconds into a playoff game. I don't want to be the team that literally got talked about for a week because you're so ill-prepared. Your offense was so mundane and passive and, and, and honestly amateur that your 39-year-old quarterback can't even connect from eight yards out. I don't want to be that team. I have no desire to be that team. But the reason we do that is because Ben won us two Super Bowls. Yeah, 14 fucking years ago. Uh, thanks for the memories, Ben. See you, bye. And if you'd done that three years ago, you would be much further down the line than you are now. Because uh, now you have Mason Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Uh, who starts for the, who's the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers next year? I have no idea. Mason Rudolph. There's my point. There's my point. It ain't going to be Mason Rudolph. Uh, it, so, but that's the, that's the point, is that I would rather swallow the frog, knowing full well that there is nothing in this that I can do, as opposed to sit here and piss in the wind for a while. Oh, well, Ben won us the Super Bowl until a decade ago. So let's let's hold on to Ben and just see what he does. And you have no shot. And now, because eventually, that bill comes due. New, mm-hmm. New Orleans Saints, that bill comes due. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees has not been a Super Bowl winning quarterback for three years. Fact or fiction? Fact. There you go. Who's starting quarterback of the uh, New Orleans Saints next year? Don't know. Don't know. Uh, Taysom Hill, you feel real good about that? <laughs> That 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 take you from six to midnight? Yeah, I didn't think so. If you had done it three years ago, oh, it would have been sad that Drew played another uniform. Yeah, but mm-hmm. guess what? You would be uh, to that point now. You would have already gone through it. Now, now you're in salary cap hell. So this is going to take. I, I'll be honest with you. Yesterday, maybe the last playoff game we see that we see the Saints play in the next decade. Could be, and I mean that mm-hmm. because now you're so leveraged because you have so much talent. That you have to pay it. You can't let Cam Jordan walk. Right. You can't let Demario Davis walk. You can't let Marshawn Lattimore or Michael Thomas or Alvin Kamara. And so you got all these really expensive players. Who are you going to put at quarterback? That's like buying a Maserati and letting your four-year-old drive it. It doesn't make a whole lot of damn sense, now does it? You see how <laughs> stupid that sounded? That's what NFL teams do year after year after year. Mm-hmm. And we get to this point, and I say this shit, Every year, I would rather be a team that was sitting at home three weeks ago than one of these teams that gets smoked. Mm-hmm. Now, New Orleans, yeah, you competed. Cool, it was a great game, fun to watch. Cleveland Browns, yeah, you're in purgatory for the rest of forever. So are the Rams. Nobody wants to admit that, but you are. With Jared Garf, uh, who was also a number one draft pick with, right. you're, in per- you're in hell forever. Right. You're stuck with him. You're gonna pay. Him, you're gonna pay Pat Mahomes money to a guy that is not fifty percent of Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I would rather let you walk out the door and try again. Oh, it's a great fantasy to live in. It's it's not a fantasy. It is a fantasy because it's not it, a fantasy. It is a fantasy because eight weeks ago, again, the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't look at this and go, "Yeah, we really wish we had given up Ben Roethlisberger four years ago." Uh, okay. It was working. So you're talking about what they thought in week eleven. This is. A, we go in the same circle seemingly every day. I don't fucking care what you thought in week 11. Oh, I get it. It's the end of the season. I get it. You're, We're done. I get this it. This was a fucking turd. I, <laughs> Your season was a turd. Hindsight's 2020. It, it's, this is not hindsight. This was incredibly predictable. The motherfucker hasn't finished the season in half a decade. It was incredibly predictable. He's 39 years old and aging like milk. It was incredibly predictable. You, the, 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 literally, he was fourth or fifth in the league in pass attempts. Mm-hmm. Of course it was predictable. It was predictable three years ago when the exact same thing happened. It was predictable in New Orleans that this is not going to go your way. All right, let's say they had beaten uh, Brady yesterday. You think they're going to go to Lambeau and beat Aaron Rodgers? Yet neither the fuck do I. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, but we gotta have the ceremonial. Oh, look at Drew. Oh, he's looking back. Oh, it's so touching. It's such a great moment. Yeah, and now you're a and now you're a wart and now you're a bag of penises for half a decade. No. Cool. Glad you enjoyed that moment. That was sweet. How many Super Bowl rings? Oh, okay, none. That's. But your whole argument is uh, they could have been starting the process three years ago. Yeah, and where would you be now? That that's my point. You kicked this can down the road. So you had this three years where, guess what? You were not winning a Super Bowl. No matter what happened, there was no break with Drew Brees that played against your team yesterday that he would have won a Super Bowl. Fact or fiction? You well, tell me how many times in the last three years you've looked at the Saints and went, yeah, he can beat Aaron Rodgers, or he can beat Pat Mahomes, or he can beat on and on down the line. The Chiefs would embarrass them. Mm-hmm. You put them in the Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs and they would embarrass them. Okay. Cool, we got there. That was a fun memory. That was sweet. God, I really enjoyed that. You got fucking rocked. And it was predictable. It's been predictable the whole time. Be really good or suck. Don't be average. And there's a series of teams, and you're getting ready to watch it. You're go- you're getting ready to watch all of these teams. Your team's going to be one of them. Because, oh, cool, we got this 43-year-old quarterback. Fact or fiction, you have a snowball's chance in Atlanta of beating them in Green Bay. Fact. F- fucking fiction to hell. You're going to go into Lambeau in 20-degree weather with a bunch of guys that – half this team's probably never seen 20-degree weather. Got a weather. shot. Cool. When you get rocked, remember I said this Monday morning. Because guess what? Your alternative to Brady, it ain't particularly good either. Yeah. It's a whole lot of Blaine Gabbard. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I, I get – but – you're a little different because you could theoretically make it to a Super Bowl because he is the greatest quarterback that ever lived. Exactly. And apparently he's bionic mm-hmm. because he's 43 years old and yeah. looks younger than Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, and all these other old bastard quarterbacks. Yep. Phillip Rivers. I mean, Brady looks five years younger than every one of them. So, yeah, you got the bionic man. Because it does, cool. all, it does all come down to having the right quarterback, not just a great quarterback. I understand what you're saying about giving up on these guys. But there again, you got to think about it from the standpoint of these owners and these teams going, we can't give up on a playoff team. We are a playoff team with mm-hmm. this quarterback. Okay. If we Name give up on this example. guy now. What Name me mean? the example. Name me the example of an owner that's looked at that and said, we can't give up on a playoff team. Exactly. Name it. The Pittsburgh Steelers is the one I'm looking for. How did they cool. give up on a playoff team? That, that's what I'm fucking saying. That's what you just said. You can't, we can't give up on a playoff team because that's Ben Roethlisberger. That's right. our quarterback. Cool. How many AFC Championship games they've been doing the last decade? How many Super Bowls they've been doing the last decade? Mm-hmm. Zero. Not a fucking one. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because you're behold, because he's our quarterback. That's our guy. He's been here forever. We go to the playoffs. He's good. I promise you, if you ask, and, and I know a shitload of Pittsburgh Steelers fans, mm-hmm. I'm married to one. I level with you. If you had it to do over again and you could go into a time machine and tap out on Ben before the last contract and have a quarterback in place now, they'd do it. Every one of them would do it. Of course, but at the time, you wouldn't. That's why I say this is a hindsight. Uh, A lot of them would have done it at the time. You can say I'm wrong. You've pulled for a fucking loser for 20 years just like I have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, guess what? You know when your football showed up and all of a sudden you started wearing a jersey every fucking day? When you wound up with Tom Brady. You didn't seem to do that that much with Jameis fucking Winston. No shit. And it's a process that took us fucking forever. That's my point. That's my point. You had the number one pick. Just so happened you had the number one pick in a shitbird year where you had uh, Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. Right. But you know what Jameis Winston was better than? The if you're going to say of, Ben Roethlisberger, I was going to say Sean King and the other shitbird quarterbacks you've had for well, 15 well, years. Of course it was. Yeah, I would much rather be bad, be bad, take your shot with that first, that number one overall pick, as opposed to I've got a 38 year old quarterback and not a snowball's chance in Atlanta of winning. Anything. I would much rather be, this is perfect coming from a Jets fan, I would much rather be a fan of a team that's in a constant fucking you're, rebuild rather than a. We're, we're not in a. See, that's a bullshit. That's a bullshit analogy. We're in a constant rebuild. No, we've lived in exactly what I'm saying for the last 15 years. We've been 6 and 10, 7, 9, 8, and 8, 9, and 7. Cool, we made the playoffs and got beat the fuck out of every year. I've been screaming this for 12 years. I've lived exactly what I'm talking about. And you want out. We get it. You're screaming to get out. What I'm screaming is... At what point do teams stop doing the same stupid bullshit over and over and over and over again? Mm-hmm. 
When do you stop doing it? And I watched I watched six teams a year do this every year. And the fan base goes, oh, we made the playoffs. Well, that was cool. Sweet. You had as much of a chance to win the Super Bowl as the Jets did. And we sat at home with the number, number two pick in the draft. Oh. Cool. Like my way better. This is the first time the Jets have picked in the top five, by the way. In a, let's see, the last top five pick we had was DeBrickishaw Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, who's retired, mm -hmm. uh, literally is an all-pro potential Hall of Famer, right. and he's retired. Right. That's how long it's been since we had a top five pick. Mm -hmm. So keep telling me about that perpetual rebuild. Uh, no, we've been trying to put lipstick on a pig for 15 years. <laughs> yeah, I can speak to this pretty well. Yeah, I get it. But that's, to me, where a lot of these teams would end up in a never-ending cycle of just chasing to trying to find the guy. Well, you've got a guy that's going to get you into the playoffs every year, and you're being in the playoffs to me is better than not being relevant and continuing to screw this up. We're just coming at different sides on this one. Um, Tampa Bay and New Orleans yesterday, were you, were you put off by the fact that that was how Drew Brees' career is going to end? I mean, we're, we're all pretty much in agreement, right? This is yeah. over. This is done. Drew Brees walking off that field, I felt like this is the last time. And it's not that it's so, you know, it's a sad moment. For Drew? Yeah, I think it's a sad moment for everybody. Yeah, it's, a, it's a real sad moment for Saints fans because it's been building for three years. You didn't want to face it. Now it's you're <laughs> stuck in the face with it. We're not going back to that. I, it's, I, there's, there's no going back to it. That's the analysis here. Drew's retiring. Cool. Bye. Uh, see you in a booth in nine months. What more analysis do you want? Right. He retired. Guys retire every year. Mm -hmm. This is one of those brick and mortar things again. Uh, it's literally, this is oh, this is the house I grew up in. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's fucking termites. Uh, it will fall down if you don't do something about it. And now the Saints' house is going to fall down. Mm -hmm. So Saints fans, hope you enjoyed it. Fun, fun ride with Drew, wasn't it? <laughs> that, that, that look back, that was that was a tearjerker, wasn't it? Yep. God, that'll hit me in the heartstrings for the next ten years. <laughs> Be sure to use the same handkerchief you wipe your tears with to wipe your tears with when you're six and ten every fucking year. Right. <sighs> Meanwhile, Tom Brady has uh, has uh, another historic moment as he now becomes one of the few guys to ever play in the NFC and the AFC championship game. I think it's happened three times now uh, in the history of the game, and I, I'm hoping we can put to put to rest uh, all of this shit about. Oh look, Tom Brady couldn't win in New England. It was all Bill Belichick. I think we. I think this year we've solved this, right? Yeah, this is done. That, uh, yeah. We don't. We don't have to go down this path anymore. I mean, I'm pretty sure that narrative's dead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We don't. We don't have to hear this anymore. I know there are still the clingers on out there talking. To, I, I, I'm so frustrated with stupid fucking Facebook fans. Um, you know, like last night I sat down. I actually opened up the little chat yeah. room. And I was going to, you know, be with my fellow buckaholics and we were, you know, just going to yeah. chat about the game. I've done it before. It's been a great experience. And then I got in there and this one fucking guy starts talking about how we need to ship Bruce Arians and Tom Brady out of town yeah. next year. Well, what the fuck are you watching? Are you, do you honestly believe that this team would not be uh, at this point if we didn't have the greatest quarterback of all time? I'm so sick and tired of the blind hatred for Tom Brady, oh, he, he, he just, he's, he's, he's just overrated. No, no he's the greatest fucking quarterback of all time. Period. And he's proven it. I love how, we have, he's got I, I love how we have a whole herd of goats right now. Like oh, yeah. Drew Brees, Aaron oh, Rodgers, yeah. Tom Brady. Uh, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. These are all on the list of the greatest quarterbacks that have ever played. This is a magical era of professional football that is getting ready to come to a close. Yeah. Uh -huh. With Drew Brees leaving... You know, it all started with Peyton Manning a few years ago. You know, that started the exodus of all these great quarterbacks. And now every time they get together, they've been around so long, it's going to be, oh, these guys are the greatest of all time. And we're going to keep having these discussions. And you're going to have to deal with it for another week. Because now you've got Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. And now the talk for the next week is going to be, oh, who's really the greatest of all time? We all know who it is. It's the guy who's got six Super Bowl rings. <laughs> Threw up at seven. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> I'm, just to ignore, I'm just choosing to ignore him entirely. Right now. Uh, the Saints couldn't hold on to the ball yesterday. 
The Bucks defense capitalized on uh, uh, you know on all of the big plays, and that's a scary good defense. I think they're. I, I really do think they're a year or two away from being an elite defense like we had years ago when we did win a Super Bowl. I'm not saying we're going to win a Super Bowl this year. It's a great narrative to have. We're four quarters away from being the first team to ever host a Super Bowl. Right now, I don't give a shit. Right now, we're riding the high from last night. Like, let's enjoy this for the next week, and whatever comes next week comes because you got Aaron Rodgers standing in your way. It's going to be the biggest upset in a long time in the playoffs if this happens. Am I right or am I wrong? If Tampa upsets Green Bay in Lambeau, it would be one of the biggest we've seen in a long time. It would be one of the biggest upsets. It would be one of the biggest upsets I ever remember. Yeah. That's the, I'll be honest with you. I, like I said, I said, there's three teams I won a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I won't be shocked if any of those three teams wind up in the Super Bowl. I will be stunned if the, if the Bucks do. Yeah. And it will cement Brady forever and for always. Yeah. Yep. This will be the, Bill, you should just go retire now because we figured out why this happened. <laughs> right. Because uh, you went 6-10 and 10 and they went to a Super Bowl. So, yep. bye, Bill. <laughs> At 43 years old. <laughs> At 43 years old, right. He goes out and, you know, it, it wasn't all on Tom yesterday. They ran the ball incredibly well against that Saints defense, which I didn't think they'd be able to do. And I get that Tom didn't throw for 380 yards and five touchdowns. I could matter. care less about any of that. Did you win? Of course. There you go. That's all that matters. I don't right. give a damn. I don't care if you threw for nine yards. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Well, it, it, this is the fantasy footballification of uh, yeah. of the NFL. Well, it this is, this 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 is giving people. Well, it wasn't because Tom Brady that they. That's won what that I'm game. talking about. Is that because Brady didn't throw for 380 and four touchdowns? Oh, it was the defense and the running game. No, if Jameis Winston had been playing quarterback, that was a loss. Yep. Uh, Period. Straight up, period. That's a loss. So I I understand it wasn't good for your fantasy team. And I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry that your fantasy team didn't work out for you. Right. And I play a shitload of fantasy. That's something you need to understand. Mm -hmm. They don't really care. Right. And stats are completely irrelevant. If stats mattered, Jameis Winston would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yep. Uh, instead, he was the guy that threw that fun little trick pass for the Saints yesterday. Which, I'll be that honest with totally you. That was totally a jab at the Bucks. Yeah, it was. And I'll be honest and with I you. At that moment, I went, motherfucker, this is how we're going to lose? Uh-huh. This is how this is going to happen. This, <laughs> I, went, <laughs> I went completely from midnight to six during that game. It was just, this could end in utter disaster where Jameis Winston is going to come in and throw these little trick plays and this is going to work routinely today because I know I wouldn't trust Todd Bowles with my life to figure out when it's coming and where it's coming from. I wouldn't trust Todd Bowles with a sandwich. Oh my God. Speaking of sandwiches, uh, I want to know what the diet plan James Harden is on. We're going to have to talk about this on the ESPN Asheville show. This afternoon, ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sports Tank with Jeremy Green heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. If you are, uh, you know, can't get the signal, you can get us everywhere. Take us with you everywhere you go with the iHeartRadio app. But James Harden uh, made a statement in his debut in the uh, in, with the Brooklyn Nets. The biggest statement he made question. was, uh, I can lose 43 pounds in a week. Exactly. Or was he wearing a fat suit? It was just, it just, his debut with the Brooklyn Nets just showed how bad he tanked the end of his tenure at the Houston Rockets. 100%. And it's quite the little, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't expect anything different. We'll get into it this afternoon. We'll also talk about Deshaun Watson being the next oh, yeah. starting quarterback of my New York Jets. <laughs> he sold on this idea. We'll see if we can. If we can figure out how the Jets will be able to make this thing work in the Houston Texans, whether or not they can still profit off of a sour situation. We are live from the Wicked Weed studio, wickedweedbrewing.com. Drink different. I'm Tech Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. We'll see you this afternoon.